Welcome to another episode of the Head of Nations podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and across from me is your co-host, Ben. So, Ben, what is new in your nations this week? Not much is new, but, you know, it is the time of year where we're, we're all just going to fight sickness together. <laughs> so, my family, uh, for the past couple of weeks, they've just been, you know, there's sickness going through, which means late nights, which means everybody's tired and all of that good stuff, you know. And so really just trying to remember self-control, remember patience and, and all of those good good things that the spirit is still trying to produce in me. So there we okay. go. Okay. <laughs> well, that's that's good. We're actually dealing with that a little bit as well. So yeah. So in my nations this week, we're navigating some changes to activities for the kids. Ooh. So, and that's kind of tough where we're maybe transitioning from different instructors for the same activity. And it's challenging to find a new instructor with an open time slot, but sometimes uh, I feel like change needs to be made. And so we're going to make a change, but it's been a, a bit of a challenge because there are some personality conflicts with my son and his current instructor. Mm -hmm. And that's not good. It does, makes him not want to do the activity. Mm -hmm. But then finding a new instructor is challenging as well. Mm -hmm. And then keeping him on task with that activity while there is no instructor. So just trying to handle that well because he's got some talent and we don't want him to lose that or to for that to diminish. But yeah, so that's where that's I'm cool. at. Mm -hmm. Well, why don't we get to the passage of the week this week? It is in Psalm chapter 35, verses 22 through 28. And this is really, it's a prayer to God of David when people are coming against him. And so he says, O Lord, you have seen this. Be not silent. Do not be far from me, O Lord. Awake, rise to my defense. Contend for me, my Lord and God. Vindicate me in your righteousness, O Lord, my God. Do not let them gloat over me. Do not let them think, aha, just what we wanted or say, we have swallowed him up. May all who gloat over my distress be put to shame and confusion. May all who exalt themselves over me be clothed with shame and disgrace. May those who delight in my vindication shout for joy and gladness. May they always say, the Lord be exalted, who delights in the well-being of his servant. My tongue will speak of your righteousness and of your praises all the day long. Now, at some point in our lives, we've all been in David's shoes where people are coming against us and standing against us, and maybe talking poorly about us, spreading rumors, spreading lies, spreading division. And this I really see as the proper way to approach it, where we can do things maybe in our flesh, and sometimes we should speak on our behalf, but really, at the end of the day, it's God who decides the outcome. So appealing to our God and Father for vindication that the plans of those who stand against us will fail and that he'll hold us up and that he'll help us carry through. I think that's the right approach and the only approach that really gets us anywhere. But I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah, when I think of, of opposition, I think of the, the spiritual forces that oppose me. Um, and that, that sometimes does come come out, you know, in the, in the physical realm and me having to, to battle something that's, that's, that's right in front of me, um, whether it's, a, it's an attitude or, you know, something else that's, that's kind of opposing uh, the things that, that God has called me to do. Um, I know that whenever I am being opposed, it affects my spirit, and, um, and I think that, that, you know, we're in spiritual warfare, like, all the time, it feels like. Um, and so, 
it reminds me of something that um that I read in the Chronicles of Narnia, the line, the witch in the wardrobe, where the the white witch, there's this little line that has stuck with me and it's annoying me because it's not going away. It's like this line that keeps coming up, but she says something to the effect of, well, he's only one and he's easily dealt with. And I'm like, hmm. How many times has like the white witch or Satan thought that about me? He's only one and he's easily dealt with, you know? And I'm like, that makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so it, it like gives me more of a fighter spirit, you know? Um, and it also, you know, brings me to a place where it's like, you know, am I only one? Um, there's strength in numbers, men, you know? And so, it, but anyways, it, we, we can go down that rabbit trail some other time. Yeah. But just that little line, uh, I don't ever want the forces of darkness who oppose me to be like, he's easily dealt with. So I'm going to do my very best um, to, to seek righteousness and to seek Christian fellowship, you know, to, yeah. to fight together. Amen. Yeah. Iron sharpening iron. Heck yeah. Plus the one who stands with us, you know, God who stands yeah. with us is stronger than all. That's so. right. That's right. Let's get to the topic of the week this week. And the topic of the week, I think, is just going to be a bit of a challenge dealing with because I feel a bit out of my element in general as a human being with this one. But we're going to be talking about raising daughters. <laughs> raising daughters. So, you know, as guys, we're guys. Yeah. And so I feel like raising daughters is a bit of a challenge. And listen, so I'm just going to send this. Yeah. I think offense alert. <laughs> what what I'm going to say is probably going to offend some people and people are going to be like, how misogynistic or mm. patriarchal. Mm. But ultimately, I, I feel like I can back anything I'm saying with scripture, not pulled out of context, scripture mm. in context. Mm -hmm. And just when we did our priestesses episode and our leading your wives episode, uh, leading your wife, singular <laughs> episode, <laughs> um, <laughs> that... The way God has designed things, God's way is always the best way. Mm -hmm. When we follow God's instructions, the outcome is always the best. So when we get to raising daughters, the first passage that comes to mind for me, I don't know if there's a pas passage that comes to mind for you, but it's Proverbs chapter 31, which I'm going to be flipping to right now. Proverbs chapter 31, toward it's like the second half of the proverb. And mine says, epilogue, the wife of noble character. That's how it's speak, spoken of. And it says in verse 10, a wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. So I'm going to stop there, but what I want to focus on is the rarity of a good wife, the fact that her husband has full confidence in her, and that she brings him good, not harm. So as a father raising a daughter, I have three concerns. One of them is that my daughter grows up to be a godly woman. One is that she grows up to be a good mother. And the other is that she grows up to be a good wife. So those are the three things I think of when I think of raising a daughter. And one of my main concerns is I, I'm, I'm training my daughter with how she interacts with me 
And with how I help to mold and shape her, I'm training her how to treat her husband because that's going to be one of her main God-given roles. And so when, when I raise, I have a daughter and I have a son and I treat them differently. I treat my son like a young man and I treat my daughter like a young lady. And one of the things that I encourage with my son is masculinity. And one of the things that I try to do with my daughter is encourage feminine behavior, feminine character traits. So for example, femininity as far as generally speaking, we like feminine women to be demure, right? To speak but to not speak aggressively, argumentatively, derisively, but to speak and use the words to encourage. I try to teach both of my kids that, but there's a difference there, like a nurturing aspect with feminine words that I try to encourage. Um, I try to encourage when my daughter likes to dress nicely. I encourage my son to dress nicely, but what dressing nicely as a woman, like dressing modestly, like those are things that we're encouraging in my daughter. Now, don't those things sound misogynistic? Like, being modest and covering yourself mm-hmm. and being kind and demure as a woman that, that that's I'm, I think I'm oppressing my daughter. Mm, well, but no, those are things that I encourage because guess what? As a man, think about this as a man, what are the things that you like to see in a woman, just any woman, right? That like you would look at that and be like, wow, that's awesome to me. It's modesty, mm. right? I think that's awesome in any woman, right? I like to see that nurturing aspect. I think that's awesome, right? I like to see someone who's demure, not not the shrinking violet, but someone who uses their words kindly, uses their words sparingly and well, and to good effect, but usually to build up, not to tear down. And I think that th- that encourager or helper aspect, I think is awesome anytime I see it in any woman. And we see that here in the proverb where, the woman is helping her husband. She's a benefit to him, not a harm to him. And so when I encourage my daughter as I'm raising her, I really am encouraging those feminine and godly feminine traits. Like modesty is a godly feminine trait that Paul encourages in the church. So that's one of the main aspects I take is, first of all, I I encourage those things. I speak well when she do, does those things. And I praise her for doing those things. So I'm going to pause there and let you share some, and then I want to pick the baton back up and run with mm-hmm. it. So have at it. <clears throat> well, so the it's the last verse of Proverbs 31. Actually, the second to last verse, my bad. Um, verse 30, charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. And these are the things that I think that worldly women kind of like latch on to, you know, um, those things that give them some power, give them some, you know, um, some sort of power to influence maybe the, uh, to get things done or to get, to have things their way. Mm-hmm. Um, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And that's where it's like, man, I want my daughter to, and I was just praying for her on the way to school today, just that she would fear the Lord, mm-hmm. um, to walk with him all of her days. And a woman who does that is, a woman who, you know, the heart of her husband, tr- yeah, trusts in her. She's a woman um, who is who is wise. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She has mm, a way of kindness, of yes. speech that can actually 
for, I mean, for, for a man who, I'd, a lot of people think I'm very wise. I've, I've heard that. And that's, guys, like, if you ever met my wife, I mean, she is a woman of wisdom. And I, and I, I would say God has, has gifted her with, with the gift of prudence, the ability to make a, deci- make a good decision, to understand the outcomes of her actions. Um, I've learned so much from her as, as, as I've walked with her as we've been married together. So if my daughter can, can learn from my wife in that way, and I, I love when I see my daughter watching my wife and then begin to imitate her mm-hmm. in things. I'm like, yes, that is so good. Um, because that's, I mean, because I love my wife and I, that would be the, an amazing thing if, if my daughter could, could turn out uh, like her. And so when I think of, you know, when I think of who I want my daughter to be, it's, it's, it's a young woman who is going to fear the Lord above all mm-hmm. and is going to be led and guided by his will and not the will of, of societal pressure and, uh, you know, the, the will of, of sin um, mm-hmm. and the devil. So that's my greatest hope, my greatest prayer. Um, but then I have some other things too that as in terms of raising my daughter, which I'm sure you're going to get to, mm-hmm. but the ability to give her the environment where she can actually thrive yeah. and practice these things, protection is is big on my list and how to raise my daughter. And it looks different, like you said, looks different. I, I'll protect my boys, oh. but in a different way, in <laughs> yes. an altogether different way. Oh, yeah. um, but I don't know if you want to keep, yeah, let's, keep going down that road. Yeah. So yeah, let's go there. So um, yeah, I, part of, I think, raising my daughter to someday be a, a godly wife is modeling what I think uh, a husband should do in, in a fatherly role, like protect my daughter. And I show like, this is something that my wife and I talk about, like my, my wife and I, like we live our lives in front of our kids and like how I treat my wife mm-hmm. should be an example for my daughter yeah. to look at and say, this is how a husband yes. should treat me. Yeah. So living that example with my wife of, you know, and I'm not perfect. Listen, right. I, I'll own that right away. I've got flaws, but like, living that treating my wife like she should be treated, yes. treating her with respect, treating yeah. her well and having fun and enjoying right. life together right. in front of my children. Yeah. That that would be the norm for them. So that yes. like if something is not that, well, that is abnormal. It's like, yes. wait a second, maybe I don't want that in a husband and in a family, you know, like, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, we yeah. talk about that <clears throat> sometimes in front of our children because like our kids are like, why did you just kiss mommy? Because I love her. Yeah. Well, you know, like, and you guys should be glad mm-hmm. to see that because you know what? There are a lot of couples that don't like each other right. that are married and treat each other badly. Yeah. And so like living that out or like sometimes we just play as yeah. a family and have fun as a family, all of us, me and my wife, the kids, but just like living out that life as husband and wife, my, my wife and I in front of my daughter. Yeah. So, and then, so let me move on to good mother. So I want my daughter to be a good mother. And something that we've been doing lately, there are families in the church that have kids and my wife and daughter have been visiting them and helping out. She has some service hours that she has to do for something she's involved in, but just helping out around kids. And she, she's always loved kids. She's had baby dolls forever. And that's biologically and I think spiritually ingrained in women by God's design. 
but which is allowed, a, good, a good thing. It is a good <laughs> thing. It is a good thing. But raising her to to be that and and to be able to do that and like listen, you know, the people that are like, aren't you raising her and teaching her other things like reading? Yes, we're, we're teaching her all of those things too. And I don't know what she's going to do someday. She likes animals and bugs, and maybe she'll do something with that. But like that—that's ancillary to me. Mm. To me. I want her to be a good wife and a good mother and then a godly woman. Mm -hmm. So doing devotions as a family. When she's like, can I read the Bible? Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, can I read tonight? Yes. When she says we should pray for someone? Yes. Mm -hmm. Or like praying for people that are sick in our church or in our community in front of our children and including our children, modeling that godly behavior that, and again, I'm not perfect, Mm -hmm. but I think it's so important as parents, oftentimes I miss the fact that I'm modeling every single day for my kids and what I model for my daughter. I, my son also sees, but how I interact with my daughter about it may be different than my son. And I, we're running short on time already, but I want to get to like instruction mm-hmm. in a minute, but let me pass the mic back to you and let you have your say here and then we'll finish up. No, I think that that's, I mean, I kind of wanted to talk about the distinction between like raising and this raising boys and raising girls, because I mean, I I'm confronted with it every single day. Like I cannot talk to my daughter. Like I talk to my boys and I cannot be like I am with my boys with my daughter. And I don't, and I think that's a good thing. That's a great thing I think. And it's to her, I mean, to benefit her and to benefit them. Um, So keep going and I'll chime in. Okay. So, yeah, so I want to talk about the interaction mm-hmm. because I think as guys, and this is just maybe I'm a weirdo, but like I would much prefer direct constructive criticism immediately. Tell me what I'm doing wrong and I will fix it. That's what, and I find my son's the same way. Like, and it, I think generally most of the guys I interact with very much are immediately just just tell me what's wrong tell me what's wrong i'll fix it like be direct don't beat around the bush mm-hmm. shoot me straight i can take it mm-hmm. right but i find that if i try to be direct with my daughter it's it, it hurts more with her like ha- yeah this happened last night she's doing her homework on the couch yeah i'm like trying to help her mm-hmm. and i'm just I'm straight just straight talking with her Right. I mean, I don't know. Just reading the instructions, helping her with math. And, you know, she and she is not responding. She I mean, she is. I don't even know what she's being. She's just like resisting. She's like fighting against this. But she is a very good student. And I see her do her work. And it's very good usually. But when I'm trying to get, you know, be direct with her and trying to help her with something, she's resisting. So then in swoops my wife. Yeah. And she's like, you have to do this. You have to be gentle. or inco- You can't be so direct. And I'm just like, but... Th- I." So it's confusing to me, Brian. Yeah. Well, and this is something... So this is something that I think First Peter talks to. And so First Peter... 3, 7 says, husbands in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. But uh, Peter recognizes this fact that like you can't handle, yeah. husbands can't handle a wife the same way they would handle another friend, yeah. like a male friend. And similarly, 
dads can't, you can't handle your daughters the yeah. same way you handle your son. Right. You, you do have to come at it with a different approach. And as guys, I feel like, I feel like I'm a, an emotionally intelligent man. Like I understand girls a lot more now. And I understand that distinction with how I, I speak to a girl. And some of the women listening to this, like I understand women don't like this fact sometimes. They, they don't like the fact that there is a distinction and that they're sometimes that we need to interact differently. But all one has to do is just reflect on their interactions to recognize this yeah. does exist. But so fathers, when you're dealing with your daughters, my biggest tip is deal gently. Yeah. Now you can oh, be shit. stern, but like, Handle with care because those feminine traits that we like to see in our daughters, in our wives, in our mothers, right? In other mothers of the church as they're handling their kids, whatever, like those come through gentleness. Mm -hmm. Like we can't handle our daughters sternly and expect them to learn gentleness. Yeah. Jeez, that's, that's, those are tough words though. Cause yeah. it is. When you're tired and when you're like, you come yeah. home and then you want to get them ready for bed, it's like the hardest thing ever to be just gentle. Yeah. yeah but you're so right. It's like mm -hmm. you, I mean, you want to encourage that, the, the femininity that you know is good. It is good. And God designed it that way. <sighs> but it takes extra that. effort yeah. as a man yes, yeah. on our, because, you know, I, I feel like wives in general default more toward that. And like mm -hmm. in all the guys I've talked to and just in observing and with my own wife, like, mm -hmm she's generally the more gentle of the two of us, like the, the more ready to offer grace and to not be mm -hmm. stern. Mm -hmm. And sometimes my role has to be the disciplinarian, mm -hmm. which I try to do gently as well. Mm -hmm. But in dealing with a daughter, just guys, handle with care. Mm -hmm. Handle with care. Be gentle as we're raising our daughters and encourage. I think for me, the biggest takeaway is encourage the godly feminine traits. Mm -hmm. Encourage, praise them. Because, you know, we always are quick to tell our children, what they've done wrong. But how often do we tell them what they've done right? Mm -hmm. And if we're not encouraging that which they're doing right, how are they going to know what to continue to do? And they may know, but like, what's the reward? Yeah. yeah. Right? We all want to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant someday. We want to hear that. Are we telling our daughters, like, hey, you know, when you did that, when you encouraged your brother, that was really awesome. Like, my daughter, okay, I know we've only got two minutes. Like, this touched my heart. For Valentine's Day, my daughter made me a handmade poster on the door with hidden candy in it. Yeah. <laughs> like she took like an hour to make that. And I made like mm -hmm. that touched me. Like my son <laughs> made me nothing. <laughs> right. And I wouldn't yeah. necessarily expect him to, but like, you know, my daughter took tons of time to and and love to make that for mm -hmm. me. And I praised that several times because I was like, that was awesome. Mm -hmm. It showed you cared. It showed the, the nurturing aspect. And like, you know, I just, I was like, that, that really meant a lot to me. Mm -hmm. And just encouraging that good thing. Because if we don't encourage the good that we see our daughters doing, they're not going to keep doing it, mm -hmm. right? Like, and if they do, it's in spite of not us, not because of us. Mm -hmm. So we, we've got like 30 seconds. Yeah. Anything you want to add? No, that's just good. That's encouraging stuff. Um, you know, as a, as a dad of a young, you know, a six-year-old girl, um, most of my days are confusing, bewildering, <laughs> you know, days. I know, and, yeah. and so I'm just trying to figure out how to, you know, how to give her 
So I just do my best to try to give her a good childhood most days. So, uh, but that's, that's good stuff. Thanks for sharing that, Brian. Yeah. So let's encourage what we want to see and, and pray for them as well. Well, that's it for today. So thank you all for listening. If you would like to leave a written review, we appreciate that. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to headofnations.com and click the support tab. If you'd like to contact us, you can email us at info at headofnations.com. And as always, remember, we are the head of our nations. So let's go live like it. Until next time. 